Hi friends, it's me, Diana Piquet, and it's Weight Loss Wednesday. Welcome! I'm a West Coast mama who has yo-yoed with weight my whole adult life. Over the last couple of years, I've been really doing my best to lean hard on a self-loving approach that would keep my weight in check, and it was realistic enough for me to do for the rest of my life. I'm really tired out from 40 years of losing a bunch of weight and then slowly gaining it back over time. It's been exhausting. I wanted to take care of this beautiful body of mine because I love being alive and I want to be a vibrant, confident, and healthy version of myself. I've been learning, journaling, reading. I've been listening to my own self-talk. I've been making some mistakes and yet observing my confidence growing week after week. I wanted to share my journey because I know what it's like to feel embarrassed or alone over this issue. And the truth is you absolutely are not. I hope you have a listen and I hope that in some way you can take some of this, apply it to your life and see some benefits. I'm so excited to share with you. And as always, I'm cheering you on from Huntington Beach. Hi, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in today on this Weight Loss Wednesday. I am Diana Paquet, and I wanted to share some thoughts that I had about the weight loss industry and the diet culture and the way that things have gone and how I feel like in some ways, maybe like there's not some like evil Oz out there pulling the threads of society, but I do feel like to a certain degree, there has been a setup that has happened, um, especially with the food industry um, and what is available and how it hits our brain. And everyone, of course, has free will. And I love that. I have definitely learned to exercise more of my own free will and make some better choices for myself. I've definitely tuned into my why, uh, which is number one, vanity. And number two, um, that I have, you know, elected to raise five children and I want to be around to healthfully meet all my grandchildren, including Lincoln's kids. Um, and I had her when I was 45. So if you do the math, by the time she's having kids, hopefully I'll be in at least my 70s. Um, and so there's some pretty big whys out there. Also, I love my life. I love where I live. I love my husband. I love adventure. And I want to be able to um, give myself the best chance of feeling good um, my whole life. So that's my big why. And I've tuned into that. But I do feel like there's a lot of confusion and I see some of my kids going through it um, and we talk a lot about it in the house um, with uh, the body positivity movement and uh, on, the, on the side of um, every body is beautiful, not everybody, everybody is beautiful, but every body um, is beautiful, deserving of love, deserving respect. And I love that, um, that everybody deserves to wear what they want and that it's acceptable to, um, you know, like back in, back when I was a child, like if you had any flesh on your stomach, you would not wear, uh, bearing your midriff. And now it's just not like that anymore. You're just like, you rock your bod, however it is. And I love that. Um, I remember seeing Indian women in their, um, saris. I'm not sure what they're called, but the beautiful silk, bright colored things that they'll wear for um, weddings. And some of the women, older women would have like a lot of flesh around their midsection. They're like, they just, that's how it was. That's, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know anyone in that culture that could speak to it, but that's perfectly acceptable. And I love that we are more like that now. However, I do feel like there is 
a push towards um, accepting it and not accepting it and not thinking that there's any ramifications. And as a person who has been up to a hundred pounds overweight, because I've lost 80 and I still have 20 to go, I can tell you firsthand experience. And I've also been married to, uh, had in-laws. Uh, I've, I've been around the obesity epidemic my whole entire life. Lots of my family, um, are struggle with it and it's a hard issue. But I, I will say that I know physically the difference that I feel when I was 260 pounds versus 180 pounds. And there is a huge difference on my joints, my knees, my ankles. Um, I was a hairdresser for 25 years. So standing on your feet when you are carrying extra weight, even at 20 extra pounds, is really difficult. Um, and I've had this discussion a lot of different times with people. And I the, there's no one that's going to talk me into the fact that carrying an extra hundred pounds, carrying an extra 50 pounds is good for you and is okay for some people's bodies. And so while I do love the idea that we're not going to be showing a film like Grease with Danny and Sandy and have that one girl who was just as thin as everyone else, but they were saying she was fat, you know, like, Oh, you know, shouldn't eat pie. I remember watching, um, uh, God, Little House on the Prairie, and there was a girl who was blind and sick and hadn't been eating, and basically it seemed like she was kind of in a coma, and she woke up, and her some loved one was feeding her broth, and she had a couple sips, and then the person said, oh, don't have too much. We don't want to ruin your quote-unquote girlish figure. Well, what the, fuck does, what, what, the, what the fuck does that mean? You can't even have some broth? Like, it's very confusing messaging. So... I'm not saying I'm an expert in this area at all. I just know that I'm 51 years old and I have definitely lived, been married to, uh, been around the obesity epidemic my entire life and seen the effects that it have has. But I've also been around the kind of like the skinny epidemic. Like you've got to be skinny. You've got to be thin. You know, oh, you seem like you're getting a little thicker. Like there is got to be something that's sort of in the middle of that where we can agree that fat people deserve to be respected and uh, admired and loved and um, but that it also is an eating disorder just like people who are way too thin they love to be they deserve to be loved helped respected admired but it's also an eating disorder. And I think that we're coming, we have come to a stage um, with social media and everything where um, we are sending an unhealthy message that it's okay. It's okay to be, you know, a large amount of pounds overweight and it's going to be okay. It's not going to be okay. Like it's just not like it's the truth is it does not feel good on your body. And for a lot of people, it leads to diabetes. Um, heart attack, stroke, you know, I could go on and on. It's not, it's not good for you, period. And I think that there's a good amount of young people who get confused with body positivity that everyone deserves to be respected. And is this actually a healthy choice for me? So as a mom of five kids who four of them have their own free will, three of them can go get in a car and go get whatever they want. But four of them are not little kids. Four of them are able to hang out with friends, go in and out, run out 
to Del Taco after work. Some of them even work in the fast food industry. I think that it's really important to speak up about it and speak to your kids about it. Speak to the dangers of artificial sugars. Um, speak to the dangers of soda. Speak to the dangers of too much sugar um, and too much caloric intake and not enough activity. I think that there is this group of people who know, like I know, I know I have a really close friend who's a doctor. She tells me that the majority of the clients that come in to see her are dealing with ramifications of metabolic disorder, which means like they got diabetes because they were carrying too much weight and they were eating the wrong foods. These are preventable diseases. And I think that there is a group of us who you know, we don't want to be among the people who are harassing, cruel, um, uh, exclusive, like, like pushing people away because of their weight problems. Because the truth is, is every body is beautiful and every human deserves to be loved and embraced. But at the same time, it's so important to support, love, encourage, and educate the fact that we we won't live as long as we could if we are carrying a large amount of weight. And as a parent, it's such a challenging thing because I want to raise my children to be open, accepting of themselves, open and accepting of people that they run across. I want them to have a high regard for how they're treated. Um, but I think somehow in the mix, we got lost between there are lots of different body shapes. You know, some women are going to have big, wide hips. I do. And a smaller waist. Some women are going to have a tiny, tiny butt and they're like wider up at the top across the shoulders. There are all sorts of different shapes. But the bottom line is the body, the body that we get, we only get one. And so it really is so important to get that message out there, I think about how important it is to take care of your body, how important it is to give yourself whole healthy food, how important it is to move your body, to stretch your body. I started stretching like three or four months ago. I've got to tell you, like I crave it. It is so good for you just to stretch, even on a day where I can't get in a walk or I can't get in weightlifting or something like that. Just sitting down and warming up my muscles a little bit and then stretching everything out, it just releases so much and helps my body so much. It's good physically and it's good mentally. And that's another thing that's important to note. If you value the quality of your life and the quality of your days on this earth, um, that means what you're going to be able to do um, comfortably, what you're going to feel good enough to do, um, who you can hang out with, who you can keep up with, where you can go, what access you'll have, um, to hiking and climbing, you know, up the, you know, do you want to take family members and be able to go with them all the way up to the top of the Statue of Liberty, all that kind of stuff. If you stop and think about it, maybe you are going to shave a few years off of your life, but even more importantly, are you going to shave quality off the years in your life? That is something to really, really think about. And when you stop and think about what your why is and what the point is, what the point is of like stopping at one piece of pie on a holiday or what the point is of starting again when it's so hard because it is so hard to maintain weight loss. I can tell you it is like 
a constant focus. But it's not worth it to me to let it go and to just go back to my old habits because I really, really want to have quality on my years. I really want to be able to use this body that I only get one of. And the hard part in explaining that to young kids who are carrying extra weight is that when you're young, you feel pretty good. You can be, you know, I've got a kid who's very overweight and she feels pretty good. She can do handstands, cartwheels, splits, keeps up with all of her friends. But that changes, you know, when you're 30, you know, and the body is starting to age and you're 40 and you're 50, it's a big change when you compare it to peers who have are more at a healthy weight. It's a difficult conversation to have. Um, I don't think a lot of people are talking about it because it's no fun to feel like you're canceled or you're offending people or you're being hurtful because for sure there are a lot of people, if there's 50% of us, uh, I think it's over 50% now that are overweight, you know that there's some super fun, cool people that are in that mix and you don't want to offend anyone because really your body is just a shell and there's a whole lot of other things besides just your body. Like there's your sense of humor, your soul, your essence, your vulnerability, your ability, your uh, ability to be kind and giving or um, emotive or your talents, like the singers, the this, the that. There's so many other things besides weight. And sometimes I fear that I'm going to be viewed as someone because I talk about weight loss every Wednesday. I'm going to be viewed as somebody who's like obsessed with my weight. And I will would have to say, I certainly am not. But I have enough people in my life that I love that I've seen struggle throughout the years um, who are great people. They're smart people, super intelligent, amazing people who who struggle with this. And so I think it's important to talk about it because there's this... It all kind of boils, you know, if you're listening, if you ever listen to um, Brene Brown, she says it all boils back down to shame. Like there's this shame around like, why can't I figure this out? Well, you're not alone. Obviously, 50% of the population struggles with it. I struggle with it. I think if you fall into the category of being a classic overeater, like I do, um, a classic compulsive eater, that shame is part of it's part of the journey that you have to work through. I still go through some shame. You know, I wish in some ways that I would have um, gotten some of the weight off a lot earlier. I think I would have had a lot less deterioration in my lower back, etc. cetera. Um, but one of the things I try and do is just focus on how good I feel now. I feel vibrant now. I feel like I've gained some healthy tools through help from other people, through my own research, through my own trial and error, and through just loving myself enough to start over and over again every day if I have to and sometimes every meal. Um, I I really feel like that shame situation if you are an overeater and the way that you cope with big feelings is eating, it's like this whole spiral. You're ashamed of the fact that you're overweight. You, you try a little bit, maybe you fail in your own eyes, you know, you have a sugar or whatever, and you have these like rigid um, standards by which you're trying to get healthier by, and you you feel like you've done something bad, so you punish yourself. Um, or you try and, I'm sorry, don't punish yourself. I didn't mean to say that. I, me- I meant to say, you numb out those feelings of feeling bad by eating more. And if 
you know, you're not an, you know, if you're not an alcoholic, you're not an over drinker, you're not a over shopper, over spender, you don't turn to porn or whatever. If the way that you cope with big, big emotions is with food, it's just this gigantic toxic circle that just this, you know, you try, you're trying to diet and it's actually causing you to, to binge or overeat more. So I think that is really interesting to note that and, um, how important it is to bring kindness to yourself and to this issue. Um, I think one of the things we do as a society is we, we never want to be offensive or hurtful, you know, and we're getting away, we're trying to get away from that so much. Um, but I, as a mom of a, you know, a couple of children who have dealt with weight issues, I also don't think that it's appropriate to keep your mouth shut. You know, I think that, you know, when the blood work comes back on a kid and it's not good, it's important to speak up and, you know, say, Hey, you know, it's, it's time to cut back on the fast food. It's time to really start watching it. It's, it's time and it's uncomfortable, but I'm not shutting up, you know, and it, it's very hard, especially in today's day and age, because I never want to hurt anybody. I don't want to be offensive. I want to build people up because everybody deserves to be loved, revered, given attention to, uh, defended. And that kind of seems like the opposite of that. But when you say it's being defended and cared for and all those things on the flip side of that, you know, that's food is medicine and what you put in your body matters and how much you move your body matters and your health, your physical health really does matter. I do love the idea of seeing my um, kids and their friends who are of all shapes and sizes and some of them having softer midriff areas who are like rocking the crop top and feel comfortable, who are good with their juicy buns. And, you know, we definitely have become much more accepting of all sorts of different kinds of bodies. And I love that. But if there was something that were making people sick and we knew that it was going to shave the years off of their lives and um, we ignored it. Or we felt like, you know, we want to get away from fat shaming. We don't want to shame anyone for being fat for sure. Oh my God. I was 261 pounds at one point. I did not want anyone fat shaming me or even really like talking to me about it. Right. I did not want to talk about it. Why? Because I was ashamed. Why was I ashamed? Because society shames us if we're overweight. But on the flip side of that, you know, if someone was smoking, and we knew that smoking was going to shave years off of our lives, but we never, like, we were like, oh, well, we're too ashamed to talk to our kids about it. We'll just let them keep smoking or we'll let them keep doing something that's detrimental to their health because we don't want to shame them. I don't agree with that either. So God, what a mess. I certainly don't have any answers. I just know that as a parent, I'm dealing with it to a certain degree. Um, I know other friends of mine, family members. I've had a lot of people. I've been severely overweight. I've lost weight. I feel better. Um, and I think that there is something to be said for letting this be a conversation, letting this be a real conversation, not a, like you're a better person or a worse person because of your weight has nothing to do with it. I truly believe the scale does not determine that. I do believe that we are all worth, uh, hunting down and putting emphasis on vibrancy in our lives and feeling great and making our bodies last as long as possible and being healthy. Like who wants to live to 60, 
feeling okay and then live to 90 from 60 to 90 and feel miserable. No, (laughs) we don't want that. So anyway, that's my point. Um, I feel like I kind of stumbled my way through this one. I actually am very interested to be able to go back in a year from now and, you know, revisit this and see if I feel any differently or if I've gotten any blowback or maybe I got some people who are pissed at me for saying it, but, um, I went through a period where one of my daughters was gaining a lot of weight and I was like, I'm just going to love her through it. She is beautiful and she is beautiful. She's physically beautiful, um, at any shape or size. But when the doctor was like, um, yeah, her, you know, blood work is not great. We need to talk about this. Then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, well, maybe it's not such a good idea for me to not say anything. I am her parent. I do need to parent her through this. And so we are engaging. We're having a regular uncomfortable conversation and she's not too happy with me about it. But, um, (sighs) okay. So thank you for listening. Hope you have a great day. Thank you for tuning in on Wednesdays to talk about weight loss and health, health journey, maintaining weight and all that stuff. I'll see you be in your ears next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Diana Show. If you want to hear about weight loss, you got to tune in on Wednesdays. And if you want to hear about parenting, self-development, second marriages, blending a family of seven people in a three-bedroom house, mental health awareness, and all the other things that are the pieces of the puzzle that have been bringing us joy, tune in on Mondays. To connect with me, I'm on Instagram at ms.dianapakay. Thanks, friends.